Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. My eyes don't look like that. Try to calm down, Holly Beth. good it was a little bit of an eventful day um, i'm not going to say anything yet until i know anything for sure mm-hmm. um but something exciting may be happening uh, for me Sweet. um yes how are you i'm good i'm good um spent a little time at days of the dead chicago on saturday so that was pretty cool that's awesome Met some cool people um Got to meet a couple people that I mutually follow on Instagram, uh, so that was pretty cool, too. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Bought some videotapes, bought some cool horror merch that I don't need, but I wanted, so I bought it. Um, yeah. Good for you. I'm here for it. Um, yes. It is super fun. the last week of school before the kiddos are out. Yes, that's true. Which is crazy. <gasps> um, I'm going to miss this group of students a lot. Um, oh, and I sprained my ankle on Friday. I think I... Did you tell me that or did I read that somewhere? I tweeted it, so it's probably how you found out. I Yeah, I think I saw that on Twitter. What the hell happened? <laughs> so the better part is that there's actually footage. Um, oh, my God. So when I'm house-sitting and I leave the house... I like film mm-hmm. my like I like film like my walking out just so I like if uh-huh. so I can be like okay the dog is inside he didn't like sneak out so um yeah but, I do that too but sometimes so, like, <laughs> I and I do it every day when I'm at this house like nothing unusual uh-huh. but I guess I didn't step on the mat they have in the garage evenly so my ankle just went wee and then I like tumbled oh, over no. and it was like in like slow motion and I had my backpack on and I like fell on my back so my like backpack caught it. <laughs> And then I just was like, oh. And Friday was when my car was in the shop, so a coworker was picking me up. Oh, no. So it wasn't even like I was, like, driving myself. Like, and it was my left ankle, so it was fine. But it was very Mm -hmm. sweet. Um, Every other period, a student would run down and get me a new ice pack. It was very sweet. But it's feeling much better. So that's kind of where I'm at. All right. Is it feeling better? Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Okay. Was it like a, a so it was like a, a an actual sprain? Like, yeah. did you have to go to the doctor? No, it's, oh a, my re- God. it's a re-injury. I've sprained it so many times oh, that like, okay. I knew what it was. So, like, I wasn't like, um, what's happening? Like, no, I knew exactly what yeah. it was. And I was like, this is annoying kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I'm glad it's better, though. Yeah. Um, that was my other craziness. Um. So, Cami, do you want to tell us what we're drinking? Yes, I do. So, John got a hold of me, and he he's 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 a clever lad, that John. So, um, he texted me, and he sent us a cherry mint julep. Mm-hmm. Now, this was supposed to be made with normal cherries. Um, I didn't have those, so I used maraschino because I'm a monster, and I really like sugar. Um, but he... Um, he texted me and said, I'm going out on a limb here. It's a drink for another derby, but with a twist. 
Oh. Because we're talking about uh-huh. Roller Derby Vampire Girl. Um, so, yeah. It's pretty refreshing. It's a little syrupy, but I'm pretty sure that's because of me. I'm at fault for that. Um, if I had used normal cherries, it wouldn't be so thick. Mm-hmm. It's a little thick, you know. But it's good, and I feel drunk already. And I told him that, and he said, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, he just said, I've really been wanting to drink a mint julep lately. It's such a good springtime drink, and I figured the cherries would add that vampire twist. And he was right. It is delicious. Love it, Um, love it, love it. John has this thing, I think maybe I've mentioned it on the show before, I don't know if I have, where he um, routinely orders margaritas at places that you wouldn't typically order a margarita from. Sure. Um, dive bars, you know, Italian restaurants, etc. He texted me yesterday and said, I feel like it's important to tell you that I'm about to get a margarita at an Indian place. And I lost my mind. Oh, my gosh. That when is I tell hilarious. you, I was like, you've gone too far. <laughs> no, enough. I haven't gone far enough. <laughs> But he said, he says that the places that you wouldn't think have good margaritas typically have the best margaritas. Isn't that weird? That is, but I, I would rather it be that way than the places you'd expect them have, you know, I'd rather. It, Absolutely. I'd rather have a surprise like that than a, hmm, yep, I expected it to be like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Um, so um, I am yeah. going to shimmy us over to our Bechdel test for season five. Do it. So we're going to do the same thing we did last week where I'm going to read you what the episodes are and then you'll tell me what, what you think. So okay. our season five, episode one was let us reintroduce ourselves. So um, uh-huh. I think that passed. I'm pretty sure it passed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, episode two was Carrie. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like you're like, that uh-huh. Passes. Oh, yep. Uh, yeah, I, I would concur. Um, the next one is Ready or Not. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Midsommar. <sighs> Probably. I believe it does. I'm I'm sure it does, but like I'm trying to think of like anyone else's name besides Danny in that movie, and I'm struggling. And I'm sh- I'm sure the other female characters have names, um, and I'm also trying to think of their uh, conversations. And I feel like a lot of those conversations centered around her relationship with Christian. <laughs> so I'm like I'm sitting here I'm like does Midsummer pass the Bechdel test so according to the Bechdel test it, the website it does pass uh-huh. it passes all three it does yes okay okay yeah there are there are um I think yeah. because I mean like yeah it does talk a lot about um her relationship with Christian but it also um you know she's the May Queen it's there's a lot more to it definitely uh, ha, 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 ha. Um, the next one is a bonus, which was your birthday. Yes. <laughs> uh, the next one was tone deaf. 
Does tone deaf pass? I think it does. Yeah. Tone deaf passes. Um, yeah, it does. I would say so. And then always shine, which is the next one, which definitely passes because essentially it's around two women. Yeah. Entire movie. And then the last one is satanic panic. Oh yeah. That one one definitely passes. (laughs) I love that movie. That is, that one's just bonkers. Me too. I was just talking about that movie with Taylor yesterday because he just read, uh, one of Grady Hendrix's books. I can't remember which one. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh yeah, Grady Hendrix co-wrote or wrote the screenplay, if I'm not mistaken, yep. for Satanic Panic. Um, so yeah, passes. Amazing. Hooray, so that five. is our season five, Bechdel. Um, and so originally we were going to do our interview with Josh, which is what you guys are going to have after our little intro. Um, yeah. for season episode, nope, episode four, because that was going to be when we went over the Bechdel test for season four, but life happened as you know, we've mentioned before. So we are doing it now, but, um, the only thing we, nope, just kidding. We covered that in the episode already. Our picks of did the week. We? Yeah. Remember? Cause I put, oh Josh yeah, we on did. That's right. Cause <laughs> yeah, we talked to him about it too. That's right. We did. All right, so you've had enough of just Cammie and I bantering. It is now time for us to bring in Josh, and I'm going to start off by apologizing right now because I was house-sitting Ollie, and Ollie had a lot to say, too. He did, yeah. He <laughs> was, he wanted to be part of the part of the whole thing. Yeah, so. he really, like... And that's fine. But you know what? He's been, he's been laying next to me this entire time right now, and he hasn't made a peep. Ah! <laughs> he did just jump up, though. <laughs> Oh no, a peep. <laughs> he didn't even make a sound. He just jumped up. <laughs> All right. Here is uh, Cammy and I and Josh. Got it. I just, I just like that it tells everyone. So there's like no secret recording. They're like, you know. Yeah. Recording in progress. Thank you. That was great. That was, wow. that, that was a really good thing. <laughs> Maybe I should go into a new line of work. I'll go into being a robot voice. And you could do really good parodies. You could just get movie work and just be like, they can't afford the Siri or the Alexa lady. Boom. <laughs> Call me. I'm half priced Alexa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like my name sounds like, like one of those anyway. Didn't they do that on HBO? Like, There's the movie. Me turn on, you know, living Didn't room they, lights. Isn't that a movie? Where they had that, where that's on HBO. And then her like little radio voice was Cammy. Was it? Yeah, I think so. I have no idea what you're talking about. I like your honeybees shirt. Very she, cute. I am decked out. and I mean, I know it's not being video, <laughs> but I'm like, I got my honeybees hoodie and then I've got like a... Oh, that's great. Ooh. If it's any... Multi-layered. Yes. I just got roller skates like... What? A couple of weeks ago, yeah, I was very excited, and then I was That's like, awesome. "Perfect timing!" Yeah, so they're like a lavender color, and the wheels light up. I have both. Um, I <laughs> like the roll. I like. I mean, if I'm going to, if I'm going to go out and just do it on my own, I'm like, I, I wear my rollerblades, but I feel like I had to know how to roller skate and be confident. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a method author. Yes. Yeah. They're expensive now, though. I'm like, dang. I got mine yeah. for 50, 
So that wasn't terrible. Did you really? Yeah, I got them for 50. Nice. They're great. I haven't fallen yet, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. What I would recommend is if you're really going to get out there and do it, you should get the butt, like the butt pads. That's the one that like, you know, I recommend. <laughs> see, I said that and my students all laughed me. They're like, really, really? And I said, I'm not trying to bruise my tailbone before summer. Excuse me. Mm -mm. Yeah. Nah. I can... I cannot tell you the number of like derby girls who I have met or who I've like it, seen at some point and they just like to hike up their shorts and be like, I've had this bruise for six weeks. And I'm like, I believe it. <laughs> like, great. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Josh, we haven't even introduced you yet and we're just <laughs> stumbling right into we're the conversation. <laughs> He's been here before, they know. <laughs> <laughs> Covering the bases. Glittering <laughs> character on Glitter and Gore. For those, okay, so I. This is Welcome to Glitter and Gore. Welcome <laughs> to another episode of this show. I'm going to have Hello. so much fun editing this one. Like I yes, always Yes, you are. Do. It's going to be great. We're going to have a really good time. Um, today, we are super, super excited to bring back our dear friend, Josh. It's Blackman, correct? Yes, correct. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Um, Josh is the author of both Roller Derby Vampire Girl and its sequel, The Sun Rises Without You, that we um, just read and really liked. And uh, yeah, we're excited to have you back. I'm going to talk to you I'm about it. I'm to be here. Thank so, you. I totally realized that I didn't give you the precursor of, oh, you should probably, you need to come with something that'll be your pick of the week. <laughs> so oh, the, that's okay. He doesn't have to do that. But I think it's fine. So essentially what we've, been, what we've been doing this season is we've been doing a pick of the week. So just kind of anything else that we're like vibing with nothing. It doesn't have to be like necessarily horror related or anything like that, but just anything else that you're kind of vibing with. And you have the benefit of you where you haven't been on this season. So you can pick anything that you want. <laughs> That's true. You can't pick your own book though. That is true. That's true. <laughs> Does it have to be a book or can I, can I give a shout out Any to like maybe like a band or music or something? Anything, yeah. anything, anything. Good. It's just your pick of the week. So my pick of the week is going to be, ooh, um, You know what? I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna do something like my pick of the week is um, and she got really big on uh, TikTok and Reels like last year, and she's just released the song officially. But um, Aaliyah Sheffield, uh, Earth is Ghetto. I like she finally released it as like a an actual Spotify yeah. and a song. Really, and I'm like, you know what? I want to give a shout out to her. She's like um, one of the things that like she's talked about her journey with substance addiction and things like that and she's got herself clean she's almost a year sober and i'm like okay. heck yeah i'm like let's let's talk about how earth is trash but people are great so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's really beautiful it's a beautiful sentiment <laughs> and i love uh, that it's tiktok reels related to it's very much the world we're in now anyways you know yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's, I think that's the next step to like, oh, how'd you get discovered? I mean, it's not the internet. It's, it's TikTok, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Cammie, do you have your pick of the week? Um, I probably would have my pick, a different pick of the week if I had been able to go see um, Dr. Strange last night, but sure. that didn't work out. Bummer city. So I'm going to make my pick of the week um, Evil Dead 2. 
we've never talked about that movie on our show. Um, it's, it's nothing new, but we just did an episode, me and Kyle, um, over on Spooky Time Presents that's coming out this coming Saturday. And every time I watch that movie, I'm like, wow, this is a fever dream and it's fun and I'm glad I'm not experiencing it. Bruce Campbell, excellent. Spooky Monsters, fabulous. Bruce Campbell's Chainsaw Hand, groovy. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10. It's a great movie. That's my pick of the week. 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. um, my pick of the week, other than The Circle, because the other four episodes dropped, so there's like four episodes left that are still not uh -huh. out. But I watched um, Our Father last night on Netflix, which that? is about a fertility doctor who was a documentary who essentially was the sperm donor for like over a hundred people. So like, oh. he, like bitched, so he essentially has all these children and the kids found out doing like ancestry.com or wow. three and me. So it was really wild. Like it was definitely, that's crazy. Yeah. So it's like definitely abusing your position of power. And it was, it was bonkers. And it's like Is an hour and a half. I don't know. <laughs> I was it was like a fever dream. So I was like, what? But no, because I mean, all of the, possibly because a lot of the like siblings were like on, they were obviously the voices in it. And mm -hmm. they're all in their like 40s. There's a few in their 40s, oh, okay. 30s, and wow. then like, like 20s. So it's just kind of like, whoa, okay. So that was, that's my pick. It's on Netflix. So I was like, okay, this was bonkers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah i just when i'm house sitting i'm very limited to like hulu and netflix so like <laughs> mm -hmm. advantage of what i got yeah. yeah so i love that netflix is like the worst one now i which okay it was so, the pioneer it was. It's frustrating with this whole like okay we're gonna do ads now so we can make it cheaper and i'm like no oh my god don't even get me started <laughs> Too many of them have ads. I'm like, where, where, you're taking my money. You're taking all of our money. But, Why but do we need more ads on it? I don't more. understand. You know, pay more to get no ads. I'm pretty much on Disney Plus all the mm, time now. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> yes, that's fair. That's, I, I pay for all the streaming services. So that's, but the nice thing is, is still being a student via grad school. Oh, Paramount Plus for $3 a month. Oh, Ooh, nice. Um, yeah, there's a couple of them that I can get for like super cheap. Showtime I have included in my Spotify premium price because it's a student. So I'm still only paying $5 a month for wow. Spotify premium nice. and Showtime. So I was like, all right, we're going to, we're going to work the system while I've got this school email. Yeah. Sweet. That's Absolutely. pretty fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'll, 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 I'll take, I've been watching Ink Master. We know that. I've been talking about that. I've been, <laughs> yeah, been yeah. loving it. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Picks of the week. Done. Perfect. Um, so another thing that Cammy and I have been doing this season is the Bechdel test. So mm -hmm. we obviously talked about your first book and we obviously gave that a screaming yes, it, it passes. passes. <laughs> Just to let you know. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Which obviously yeah. um, this new one does as well. Of course. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's, it was... I'm just like ready to jump in. Are you ready? You guys ready? Sure. Yeah. 
Yes. I'm sorry. I'm just so, I'm so amped. Um, because it was really nice because whenever the kids would be like, oh, I have a question. I'm like, hang on, let me finish this paragraph. (laughs) (laughs) I'm invested in this. So if I recall correctly, this is one of, so this is the second of three. So you're going for a trilogy. Yes. So have you already started going and have you been writing? Are you enjoying? No, I'm, um, I'm probably about a third of the way done with the third book. So it's plotted out and like in my head, it's all there. And I'm just now sort of connecting all the dots. So okay. the thing is I've known the ending of the trilogy since I did the first book. Okay. You okay. Know. Fabulous. Yeah. So have um, you been surprising yourself as you've been writing like each book? So, so are you like a plotter where you plot everything out right away? No. Okay. So, but, so it's a weird thing because, you know, the first two books were, I basically wrote the first book about 10 years ago, and then I immediately started writing the sequel and then stopped about halfway through and did not pick it up until like two years ago. So, um, I still like, you know, I still had the characters in my head. I still knew some of the things that were going to happen, but it's like, and it's an interesting thing that I look back now and it's like hindsight's always twenty twenty. But in a weird way, I think I may have released the second and third book first and then released the first one as a prequel because I, okay. f- I feel like the story that's contained in the second and third book is far more connected and far more tangible with each other than what the first book really was. Because the first book okay. is, an intro- is an introduction to the characters. It's really this whole, this is how they started the- on this journey. And mm-hmm. then the second book and the third book lead into what the journey really is. And it's like, it's in a weird way that, I mean, I mean, the first book is almost like, which by definition, it is a prequel, but it's like, it almost feels like you would go back and read that to then gar- to figure out, oh, this is where these characters started from. But, you know, it's, it's one of the interesting things about it. It's like, I didn't, that's, that's probably the biggest surprise to me. I was like literally sitting writing one day and I'm like, oh, the first book's a prequel. You know? <laughs> like after the fact I don't know like I feel like it's sort of um they kind of have nothing to do with each other plot wise or like theming wise but Mm -mm. the way that I read your first two books the it 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 feels like Star Wars does that make sense like because because George Lucas did that with Star Wars where he was like I know the whole story already yeah and we're gonna go like one by one but we're gonna make the first one kind of its own story in itself yeah you know and that's just that's what I was reminded of a little bit with these first two books as you say that I sit here off to the side and I have an Obi-Wan Kenobi six inch action figure that's never cool. been opened <laughs> Love <I've> it. Got... <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah well and uh, me, I literally had that same thought when I was reading it too I was like I'm like this kind of gives me like because they're, they're not anywhere near the same universes but I was like mm-hmm. but this it did it, that was a perfect comparison Cammy. I I co-sign it. Yeah. How it feels. Yeah. Um, But it was, I don't know, it was, it was good to have that first book to get those like intros. Yeah. Um, Don't beat yourself up about it. (laughs) I I don't, you know, one thing and like, I will say is I'm like, I, in, in addition to working on the third book, I have also been working on sort of plotting out and pitching it as a series. 
So there's mm-hmm. a pilot episode written. It's it's being shopped around. It's people have read it. Cool. So one of the cool things about that is though is that I now have the opportunity to sort of set us a, a better tone. So I am doing some things differently to sort of make it a little not more not serious. That's not the right word, but to make sure that the to- like there's a cohesive tone throughout throughout a series yeah. because I, there is a there is a huge tonal shift between book one and book two. Yes. And I'm like, and I can admit that, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. and that's it's okay. a big shift. Yeah. Yeah. I liked the way that this second book was really all about like familial relationships mm-hmm. and relationships between like parents and their children or like the, with, with Grayson and, and, and Rebecca, like I liked the way that you explored that a whole lot. Um, spoiler alert, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we can be, this can be like, Hey, let's, if you're, if you're listening, you should probably read the book first, but you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Run over to, it's on Amazon, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, it'll yeah. actually be, I don't know when this one will air, but the the book will, it'll be, the e-edition will be 99 cent for the week of the 15th through the 22nd, so, yeah. That, it, that's, okay. month. that's yeah. perfect. It comes out next awesome. Wednesday. It comes out, yeah, Great, it comes yeah. out Wednesday, so it'll be, yeah. oh, nice, Yay. Yay. fabulous. Well, and cool. that's, um, and I mean, I love Amazon as a platform, that's, um, that's where my book is published through, so mm-hmm. that's kind of a, you know, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I really, I mean, when I finish this one, I think I want to start playing around with Bella. I like the idea of like being able to sort of write and people read as it's written. Cause I like, that's how I read the first two. It's like, and that's one of the things that I like, not a struggle, but it's like, it's really interesting writing the third book completely in a bubble because no one's read any of this. And I like, I released these first two, at least the first half of the second like they mm-hmm. were on Facebook. I wrote them in notes. So people read them week by week. And so oh, it was okay. like, oh, I can't wait to read the next chapter. And then it's like, and this, like for the third book, I'm like, it's wholly into myself. You know, my, my wife's almost on summer vacation. So she's about to get ready to jump in and start reading it. But uh-huh. she's, she's like, she's a teacher. She's like, so end of the year, no chance. And I was like, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> you get the I, I, I yeah. get that. That yeah. is, that's my career during the week. So <laughs> I was, I, I definitely sympathize, but this, like, with this book, though, it was, it was a page turner. That was, I was like, okay, I'm like, I need to put this down. I need to put awesome. this down. I need to go to bed, like, so that I can say with confidence. Awesome. Um, I'm, re- I'm really glad you both enjoyed it. I'm like, it was, yeah, one of, again, it's like, it you really know, it funny. came from, like, this weird, campy horror movie book to, like, something that did take a, a big tonal shift, and I was like, I tried to prepare, like, readers, too. I was like, it's not Roller Derby Vampire Girl 2. They're not, like, battling Roller Derby teams the entire time. It's like, yeah. it's, it's the it's aftermath. Book. Yeah. 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 It's your empire strikes back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Tonal shift. Darker. Yeah. What's going to happen next? Yeah. Han is frozen in carbonite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what that was a metaphor for, but like, you know what I mean? That, it's yeah, up to, yeah. it's up to the readers to figure it out. Yeah. The readers got to figure out what Kami means by that. We don't know yet, but you will. <laughs> oh, shoot. You know what? I can make that comparison though. Okay. Because like you, at the end, you, you don't know where someone's going with this. That's true. It's yes. like, oh, are they coming back? How are they going? You know, it's like. I Somebody mean, is metaphorically frozen in carbonite yes. in yes. their mind 
Wow. Wow, look at us. Book club. <laughs> Dissecting my own book. You know? Wow. <laughs> a weird story that I'll give you guys while we're figuring this out. It's interesting that you mentioned Grayson and Rebecca because one of the, like, a, this is this probably tells more about me than anything, but it's like I used to years ago when people would ask about family, I would always tell people, I'm like, well, you're like, you have a sister. And I was like, no, I have a younger brother. I was like, well, I used to have an older sister, but we don't talk to her anymore. And her name's Rebecca. I don't. I don't have an older sister. It's a complete <laughs> lie. I just, I had this whole sad backstory about this sister that did not exist. You know? <laughs> Why I chose, and like, like, I can't even be like, oh, I did this when I was in my teens. No, this was like adult. People at work and I'd just be like, yeah, well, we don't, we don't speak to her. You know? <laughs> As like a weird conversation starter. Like yeah. a, that's so funny. Yeah, I'm a weirdo, uh, but it's, you know. My boyfriend used to do that. He told his entire physics class in high school that he went to fat camp. <laughs> <laughs> like, and even his teacher, and his teacher was like, wow, good for you, Taylor. <laughs> he lied about it for no reason. Okay, that's also like not a narrative that I would want my teacher to be like, good for you. Exactly. <laughs> negative. Yeah, um, yeah he, he got really good at Photoshop in middle school and convinced everybody that he had a twin brother named Miguel who went to a different school. <laughs> okay, so Taylor's yeah. just a notorious liar in yeah. his younger he years is. is what I'm hearing. He is. I do not trust him, even a little bit. So are you <laughs> telling me he's like actually Michael Myers? Because you know that height, you know? Yeah, we've been together for almost 14 years now, and I don't trust him an ounce. <laughs> but he's cool, so I stay. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he makes me laugh, so it's fine, right? He can probably hear me talking about him right now. I don't care. I don't even care. Kaylee? Kaylee? Oh, we lost. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were two. Oh, hi. We were just talking about you. All good things, all good yeah, things. Always. I, I wish I had a fun story. I have never pretended I don't have anything like that. It's because you're an authentic person and you're nice. Uh, <laughs> oh no, you didn't lie to people about your, <laughs> your sad sister. <laughs> oh, you're truthful? <laughs> good for you. Well, okay, yeah. but, okay, but I can say why that is though. Okay, here's my story. So my mom had like raised me, me and my brother like, the worst thing you can do is lie. Like if you do something wrong, if you, just own it. You're going to get in way less trouble than if you lie about it. Yeah. So yeah. if I try to lie, especially to my mom to this day, I will start laughing and it just. Oh yeah. I'm <laughs> a terrible liar. I can't do that. And, well, all the times I, because sometimes my students will try to guess my first name and I'll just be like, no. And then they'll get it. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? No, <laughs> no, that's not my name. Like, uh, no. And then I've never they, even they, heard they, that name. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that's a weird one. <laughs> Um, so did you base any of the plot or characters, any of the, like, the new characters that came into this book on any of your experiences, any people that you know? So individual people know, but I grew up in the church. My dad is a, my dad was a pastor for years mm -hmm. and a, like, Southern Baptist pastor and, like, the, that kind of, that kind of thing and, like, the heyday of, like, the sort of, um, these soft-spoken, well-meaning, terrible men. And that's sort of the, the thing about it is, but it's like, you know, they do terrible things, but under the guise of like, oh, well, you know, it's under the guise of religion and things like that. And it's like, yeah. I think there's a lot to that with Meryl that I, I've really enjoyed exploring. And, and like, and yeah. I, it's because it's like, you know, 
there are times where it's like, okay, Meryl is the villain. He is wrong in everything he says and does. And then it's, it's like, oh, all right. You know, there's a, yeah. you, not that you ever really feel sorry for him or that he needs like this whole like redemption arc, because that's not necessarily like, I don't think villains have to be explained or redeemed, but it's like, he's, it's complex. It's like, he's a person at the, like, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, you yeah. know, I, I could see how that would happen. You know, it's, you know. Yeah. Um, definitely. He's sort of he, like, have you ever seen the movie Night of the Hunter? No. Nah. Um, like the main villain in that movie, I like was picturing him in my head. <laughs> like when any of the scenes with Meryl would yeah. show up. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, he was scary. He was, and, and but yeah, like you would get close to him being a little bit like, like sympathetic almost. Mm -hmm. And then it would completely like shift back to, oh no, this guy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no pun intended, vampire. Yeah. But like, you know, just, yeah, he was a sp he's, he's spooky. Yeah. Night, Night of the Hunter's got where he's got like the words on his knuckles, yeah. right? Okay. I watched that one of the film. Yeah, that's like one of the most like terrifying movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm making a note to watch it later. It's, pretty, it's <laughs> and it, really it, scary. It came out in 1955. So it's, it's an yeah, older movie. It's like but, old. You know, but it's really good. I was just like, yeah. I was like, wait, because I always get that one mixed up with M. Which is, <gasps> I, oh, like, yeah, okay. Because I watched them like back to back in film school. So I think I just get the titles mixed up. I was like, okay, is that the one with the, with the writing on the knuckles or? Yeah. No. But no, uh, that. The That's scene with the car dumb. in the water. Mm. Uh -huh. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil no, anything but, for you. But like that, okay. I was like, Oh my god! Yeah, this is Spooky. your homework. We're giving you homework tonight. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> I'm gonna find where it's streaming. You know, <laughs> gave us a well, book. We give you a movie. Yes. <laughs> um. So one, I mean, you start off pretty quick with them uh, you reveal pretty quick that they're vampire hunters and they've got someone who's like the inside lady yeah. you know yeah and that that like first scene where they like get the phillips clan is bonkers yeah. like scary i was like yeah okay i'm like yeah. i'm like it's like i'm like oh <laughs> i think it's that movie started part of my brain where i'm like okay this would be really cool to like watch on screen Everything mm -hmm. that I write for me is I'm like, I see I'm a visual writer. So to like it, like I'm, there's no, I have no shame in saying like my end goal is for this to be a series. I want yeah. three seasons, 10 episodes, 40 minute episodes, like 40 minutes. Ah. That's what I want. That's nice. like, give me 30 episodes at 40 minutes and I can tell all three of these books the way they need to be told in the story, you know? And I'm like, but yeah. I, I try to write them episodically, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, it wasn't necessarily intentional to begin with. I just realized I'm like, Oh, this is how I write because it's how I see it. You know, it's like, yeah. I, write, I write for the medium that I love, which is like, you know, TV and movies. So yeah, definitely. Well, even with like the chapter titles, mm -hmm. you know, it's like kind of um, thinking of if it was like three, like those episodes where it's like, okay, we've got three shorts in one episode. Yeah. Like that's how the titles read. I'm like, okay. So in my brain, I'm like, okay, which ones go together? Yeah. Which one, where would the break be? Like, yeah. But I really, I each, each, with each chapter I got to, I was like, oh, what is this one going to be about? And I like read, I'm like, hmm. And then by yeah. the end, I'm like, oh, that's what that meant. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So that was, and then um, I had watched um, drunks, no, single drunk female, 
which is a TV show. And mm-hmm. so with talking about with Veronica going to this meeting, you know, I don't know yeah. how to put it in air quotes, but you know, she goes to this <laughs> meeting and it's kind of like, all right, I'm one of you. And it was kind of, it was a really cool kind of switch to kind of mm-hmm. have this like, okay, she's owning it. And now it's, there's that internal crisis. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, good for her though. It is, I mean, it is. And it's like, you know, <laughs> I, and it doesn't really deal. And it's one of those things. It's like, it's never really like explored in the first book, but it's like, you know, she feels in Regina's shadow. It's like, she's got this mm-hmm. person who was like, oh, this, you know, it's the pinnacle of this. And it's like, oh, well, I'm the best friend. So I'm cool. But then it's like, when she has this a gift for, for all intensive purposes, it's like, you know, why would I, why would I not use this just because you don't want me to? And I think it's, yeah. it's really the rift that begins between them when it's like, oh, they are like inherently at odds just because Veronica exists now. Yeah. And that sucks and it's sad, but like it was, it was nice to see her like come into her own, you know, yeah. even though it was, it was like cut, the happiness was cut short a little bit, you know, but yeah. um, that her whole plot line was, was really interesting to read. Like I've really enjoyed expanding Veronica's character and she like, she plays a large, you know, the books start out being Regina and Grayson's story really. But I think as they yeah. continue on, I think you've got like, and I just kind of not really a spoiler, but just sort of a lead in. It's like, you know, some of the, some of the main storylines that take place in the third book are Veronica's and then also Orbach and Lizzie, you know, it's okay. like they, they play like the three of them play like this large role in how things move forward in the third book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which may, it makes sense just considering how the, this book ends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> definitely concerned. I'm, I'm ready to read the third one. 2024. Winter of 2024. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Well, I can wait. It, but I mean, that's one of those things where you, it's, it's great that you're, that Cammy's, you know, I mean, I, I'm in that same boat where it's like, okay, yeah. I'm ready for the next one. Then yeah. you know, you know, you're doing something right. If you're ready yeah. to like, if you hook the reader, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> and not to compare it to another vampire book, but that was like when the Twilight books were coming out. It was mm-hmm. that same kind of thing where you would get, you'd fly through it. Well, for me, I'm speaking 100% yeah. from my own experience here. I'm like, I gotta wait till the next one. Yeah. And then you like, then you like yeah. devour it and then you're like, okay, I gotta wait for the next one. Yeah. Like I said, I have, I shamelessly will admit I have been to not one, but two Twilight conventions. It was very much in the height of my high school experience, um, which is really Beautiful. fun because it's having, it's like a, it's having a resurgence right now. So yeah. vampires are like cool again. Yeah. So I know, I mean, I'm, tr- I'm like, let me capitalize on this. I like, I think HP. <laughs> I think HBO's rebooting True Blood. I'm like, come on now, Paramount right? Plus or Netflix, you need a vampire show. So yeah, <laughs> it's no. true. It's yeah. and that's and you kind of have to um, get ahead of it. Like so, like you you were facing it just correctly. You, you had a feeling. You must have known. And like your intuition <laughs> must have been like, all right, vampires are coming back. Let's run with it. We got yeah. tired of zombies. It's time to bring back the vampires. Now like, we're yeah. just <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, and that's, I've definitely been um, hustling your, your book to my classrooms because they're like, what are you reading? Nice. Well, let me tell you. Yeah. So don't worry. I definitely. Yeah. Because awesome. like, they're like, oh, I just finished Twilight. I don't have to read. I'm like, I got you. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. And then yeah. I'm like, and then if you do, I'll show you my cool roller skates. Yeah. That's my bride. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Nice tie-in. Beautiful. 
So good. So I do have to ask with the pregnancy line, is that any, by any chance inspired with you, with your wife? Just so having, with you and your wife, just having this new baby. So oddly enough, no. So um, one of the things that was inspired by that and like, and I've told her this, so she won't mind me sharing it, but you know, one of the things was, you know, this whole aspect of like your identity being wrapped up in what you do. Yeah. And when my wife was pregnant with our first daughter, she quit teaching theater and directing theater because we, we knew that that was not the lifestyle that we wanted for that, for our daughter. Like, we don't want you up there at 10 o'clock at night as a three-year-old hanging out with college kids doing shows that are, you know, and it's like, yeah, we, we basically made this decision that it's like, okay, you know, as a couple, we made the decision, this isn't what we want for our family, but it was still really hard for my wife to disassociate that she's like, oh, I'm not the theater. I'm not the director anymore. It's yeah. like, it was, it was a really hard thing for her to, <clears throat> for her to really like, what's my identity outside of this thing that's been my passion for so long. And it was really interesting. Like I tried to not like take her, not take her, you know, her journey, but I like, I watched that and I was like, this is like, it's sometimes your career is an addiction that you don't realize. And it's mm -hmm. like, it's one of those things where it's like, to me, what Regina does is an addiction. And yeah. that's like, that's sort of how it's been like how I chose to see that. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it, it throughout the entire book, it never felt like, like it felt like she was only passionate about it because she was totally addicted to it. Mm -hmm. um, and you've got Grayson's character kind of like, I don't, you know, you can tell that he doesn't really want to do it. He's not yeah. as into it as she is. And then sort of more spoilers, um, the immediate like, after she gives birth, they have that whole um, the interaction with with Meryl, right? And then um, after that, it's almost like she's she's going through like the weirdest postpartum depression. Yeah, you know. And I think that both being wrapped up in your identity and being like, okay, now that I'm a mom, like, who am I? Mm -hmm. Um, and also just being scared to death that you can't be a parent or you're yeah. not going to be a good parent, um, and sort of running away from your problems is, it happens a lot. It's in, yeah. in especially the postpartum depression. I feel like people are more open about it now, but in the past it was never really talked yeah. about, but it ha it's really relatable and it happens to so many people. And so that it, it was both literal and metaphorical in the book. And I think that a lot of people will appreciate that. Well, you know, 10 years ago, when I first started writing this, I was like, I was really concerned that I was damning the character by like having her consider mm -hmm. not keeping the baby. And then it's like, but I was like, you know what, that's real. It's like, mm -hmm. that's, that's a conversation that people have. And it's like, it's, I mean, if you look back on it, like reading the book, it's like, did she make the right choice? It's like, you know, yeah, it's, it's exactly. you know, and it's, and that's not, that's not for anyone to say yes, no, maybe, or whatever. It's, it's the journey mm -hmm. they went through, but it's like, those are real questions, you know? And it's, it's exactly. Yeah. It's hidden in a vampire book, but it's a, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Topical, especially right yeah. now. Well, um, I was going to say just, I mean, for right now, it's definitely with the state of the world or the state, I mean, at least the state of our corner of the world right now. That is very, it's very topical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's what I was thinking too and um 
yeah, it's, it's normal. I feel like yeah. unless you're a hundred percent ready to have a baby, you know, even, yeah. even if you're pro-life, I feel like you're gonna, it's gonna hit your mind just yeah. a little bit. You know yeah, what I absolutely. mean? Yeah. Um, it's uh, so, so yeah, it's, yeah, even if you're even if you're married, even if you're stable financially, you know, mentally, whatever, it still crosses your mind. Like, am I ready for this? Yeah. Do I want to do this? It's scary. Having children is terrifying. Oh, but it, I mean, here's the thing. Even like you know, and I like I've talked about it before. You know, the second go round, at least having a child was less nerve wracking. But it's like you know, it's still scary. Yeah. It's like you know, I'm I'm responsible for another human being, and it's like yeah, that's, it's it's a commitment that I think a lot of people take too lightly. It's like, Oh, we're going to have kids. Yeah. But okay. There's yeah. a lot that comes with that. You know? <laughs> exactly. It's huge. I think that everyone should be required to take parenting classes before they have yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because just working, I, I'm a nanny. I mm. nanny three children of varying ages and they're expecting a fourth in October. Um, and even, it's not even my baby. And I'm sitting here like, Oh God, can I do this? <laughs> like, am I going to be okay? Yeah. Like with a four-year-old and a newborn? I'm like, I'm scared. Let me tell you, you know? it's interesting. I'm, I am currently there. So <laughs> yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to ask you for advice sometimes yeah. <laughs> because uh, yeah, I'm, uh, it's, 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 it's a scary concept, you know, but I know it's going to be great. I know it's going to be fine. But like, what if it's not? Yeah. What if I go insane? <laughs> My postpartum nanny depression might set in. I don't know. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I like, I, I really liked the way that you touched on just <laughs> pregnancy among vampire slayers and vampires. Yeah. <laughs> it's very fun and interesting. You don't get that in a lot of, in like any vampire <laughs> media, <laughs> and I like okay. I really liked. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have you go through like a list of specifically how vampires work in your okay. books. Okay. Um, but I really liked the concept of children and teenagers not being able to handle the transformation that yeah. was, I feel like I haven't seen that anywhere else. Was that your idea or did you get that from something? No, that's, that's totally mine. And it also like, it's, we continue this theme a little bit in the third book too. There's a, uh -huh. um, how it, how it sort of the, the third book begins is like, that's sort of one of the, um, that's sort of one of the things that a place in the sun sort of tries to keep in check because yeah. it's, um, Having, Meryl having experienced it himself, he's like, mm -hmm. this does not, we don't do this. This is, this is a rule for us as a species. And yeah. it starts happening and he's sort of like, that's one of the catalysts of the third book is sort of facing that. But yeah, okay. I really just, you know, I'm like, it was one of the things that I had wondered about. It's like, okay, so in my head, how, what is this vampire? What, what causes vampirism in this universe? And mm -hmm. I'm like, I touch a little bit on it and I like, this is this is legitimately a spoiler for the third book, but it's a parasite. Um, okay. So it is a basically what this is. It is a parasite, and you're the people are a host. They okay. are basically 
they are basically dead without this, but the parasite causes electrical impulses, and that's why a stake to the heart made of wood or the brain ah. stops, those, stops those electrical impulses. That's why wooden decapitation work. Mm -hmm. so, but that's, right. so that's sort of my, like, that's my internal backstory about, okay, why, do, why does this work? How does this work? What caused it? Because I'm like, yeah. while I like a little bit of mysticism and supernatural, I still want there to be like, okay, this is where this came from. Yeah, just like some form of why, because you don't yeah. get that ever really. Like, <laughs> you yeah. just, unless it's like sort of a like a zombie movie, or like maybe occasional vampire movies books will do that, where it's like this is where vampires come from. Mm -hmm. It's like a chicken or the egg situation where yeah. you're just like, oh, it's just always existed, and this is how yeah. it is. Exactly. You know, so that's a really cool concept. That's really interesting. Um, yeah, I love that everybody has different rules for how vampires work. And yeah. like your vampires can, can go out in the sun for a little bit. Yes. Like, and um, I love, I love the wood bullet. Yeah. I love that. What, why haven't I seen that done anywhere else? It's genius. Is that so the weirdest? I don't know. No. So the weirdest okay. thing is that is from real life. So the pistol and so the pistol that Regina gives Grayson, that is yeah. like this vampire hunting pistol. It was mm -hmm. designed with wooden bullets by like the, some like small militia or police force in the United Kingdom, like years and years mm -hmm. ago. And it was okay. like, that's what, and I, I did the research a little bit about, okay, you would have to cap it with metal because you don't like if, if wood's too light or it'll explode if it's hit yeah. like that. But it was like, you know, I was like, why don't, why aren't wooden bullets a thing? You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. And it would like the ignition would yeah. make sense because mm -hmm. metal doesn't ignite, you know, yeah. it just gets really hot. But um, yeah. yeah, that's a super cool concept too. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So what are, okay. I want you to go through your other like rules um if if there are any more that we haven't mentioned already like how do your vampires function what kills them what doesn't kill them yeah so uh wooden stakes to the heart decapitation mm -hmm. and like prolonged exposure to sunlight can and will kill them okay. um they also part of the reason why they drink blood is because they have a severe vitamin d deficiency um mm -hmm. and that's um it's basically a craving that that's what the basically what the parasite craves it's yeah. sort of one of those things of like that's you know it's this insatiable thirst and that's one of the reasons again why um teens and kids can't they their bodies cannot withstand this transformation um yeah. they also like they cannot have kids they're sterile but again mm -hmm. that's because this they're they are just a host and they spread yeah. by biting not by breeding uh -huh. um and the other, like, one of the, one of the things that's like, and I don't know whether it's a real thing or not, and it's never mentioned in the books, but their fangs don't retract. They're there. It's like one of the things okay. that I always imagine when I'm like, I do all the voices when I'm reading, when I'm writing dialogue. And it's, uh -huh. I always imagine that Meryl speaks with his bottom lip, a little, like with his bottom, like a little bit lower. That way you don't see his, his fangs. Okay. So he's always like speaking with a, like his jaw slightly extended. Yeah. So it's one of those okay. things where it's like, cause he, I mean, from what we have seen thus far, he is the one who probably lives the most normal life 
of a vampire that we've seen. In the first book, yeah. they were derby girls. They were out at night. They were fighting. It's like, oh, of course, they're, they're in the night anyway. But Meryl uh -huh. basically lives a regular life. You know, he's like, he's yeah. a college professor, you know? <laughs> exactly, yeah. And he was such yeah. an interesting and, like, very complex character. Um, mm. He was it, fun to explore. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and, like, Christian and just with, uh, it's Teresa, right? Yes. Right, yeah. And her whole thing at the beginning of the book, um, was really heartbreaking and um uh who uh, christian's brother charlie charlie yeah charlie that's right um that whole thing was really sad too um yeah it's it's i mean it's definitely there's some sad there's some sad stuff going on yeah there. Things, like you know one of the like especially for teresa like again i wrote this before i had kids but i tell you what that like even read even editing and like polishing before I published it like it hit a lot different for me now like having yeah. kids and having daughters it's like you yeah. know that would be the like that is the worst thing not knowing it's you exactly. know it's like you know it's like at least I don't know I think Teresa's big thing was she wanted closure but just like Regina it's like that her grief had been her identity for so long it's like what yeah. do I do now you know she was lost yeah, yeah. and that happens it um, does yeah, it, it, that was, it really broke my heart. Um, you did the Stephen King thing where, <laughs> where um, her daughter left her house and you said something like, for the last time. Uh -huh. And I was like, yeah. oh, she's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stephen King always does that in his books where he's yeah. like, it would be the last time they saw him alive. <laughs> it would be the last time she pet her cat, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, I'm like, oh, Steve, why? Yeah. No. Uh, so, yeah, I just, this was a page turner. I, I really enjoyed it. It was a really fun read. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> of course. I also, I think I asked you this last time, but okay. just in case people haven't listened to the other episode, um, I would love for you to, if you could just name, um, like, your favorite vampire movies, books, um and maybe any sort of vampire or other media that you've sort of taken your ideas from so i like um first of all i love like classic vampire stuff one of my favorite like of all time and it's it's probably more reflective in the first book than the second but i love abbott and costello um any, yeah. like abbott and costello meet frankenstein it's got Dracula, Frankenstein. It's it's perfect. I love it. It's campy humor, and it's like that great thing. But I also really like. I love the book Dracula. I think there's like mm -hmm. it's hard to beat that because it's like now you like, and even even myself to some degree. But now you see that these vampires are like basically superheroes, and yeah. it was like you know he was just this kind of creepy dude for a lot of that book. It's, yeah, you know, and it's like you know, and that's I mean, <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's, that's what I liked about that. And I also like, and, I, and this is, and I like, I feel bad saying this because I'm a writer as well, but I'm like, I really enjoyed True Blood, but I hate the Stookie, the Stookie Stackhouse novels. I okay. like, I, I just, I don't love the books, but I enjoyed the first couple of seasons of the show. I okay. really like, I write my stuff in the South and it was something like, it's a unique perspective to see other things from like a Southerner's perspective. And there's, there's a lot of nice yeah. stuff in there that I was like, oh, I like this. So, I mean, those uh -huh. are, those are a couple of my really big, like, I guess influenced or things that I drew from is like, you know, 
basically Dracula and then <laughs> True Blood. So <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, both valid. Yeah, extremely. <laughs> um, I've never seen True Blood or read like, any of it. So the first couple of seasons are really good. After that, mm -hmm. it sort of goes a little haywire because it's like one of the things that True Blood does is uh, it really embraces like all of supernatural king. Like you've got werewolves, you've got shapeshifters, you've got fairies, you've got okay. like you've got a lot of stuff going on. I'm just like I'm like after it got past just the vampires, I was like. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. bored by this now. Yeah. Yep. All right. I also really think a non-vampire. I like one of the one of the things like when I'm pitching my the series, it's like, what are your comps? And I'm like, I always reference The Walking Dead because mm -hmm. it's like I think it's it may while it's zombies, it's like okay, the zombies are a large part of it, but relationships and the humans are as much yeah. about the story as this whole like horror element. So I'm like, exactly, I always yeah. feel like that's one of the things that's a good influence. It's like they did a nice job of balancing humanity and versus what they're fighting most of the time. Yeah. You know? The zombies are like the setting. Yes. You know? Instead of being almost like a plot point. Yes. They can be, obviously, because like people die and yeah. people, you know. Yeah. Um, or turned or whatever but um no yeah i know what you mean it's very relationship and emotion led writing as opposed yeah. to just being stabby horror and that's yeah. why it's lasted so long right like i i yeah. i i've only seen like the first season of the walking dead but if i'm not mistaken they're on their last season now yeah, I think they're on the second half or the last season. I don't, to be fair, I have fallen off of it a little bit, but it's hard. Like, mm -hmm. my wife doesn't enjoy horror stuff, so I have to watch scary okay. stuff after she's gone to bed. So, <laughs> so I, the witching that's hour. One of the things I have not caught up on. I think I got through about season five. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Did you watch Buffy at all? Are you a Buffy yes, fan? Yes, I, yeah. I do. Like, I love Buffy. The one, so I have a weird rule about my stuff, and it's just a thing, again, growing up as a pastor's kid. I don't uh -huh. do demons. So when Buffy got gets really demon heavy, I'm like, I have skipped a bunch yeah. of episodes. You know? <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, mm-mm. Yeah. It's like the one, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I was, um, I was at a, a birthday party just a few weeks ago and I was talking to um, a friend of mine and she's, she's like, um, she's my mom's age. They were our neighbors for, for years and we've been, they're basically our family. So I'm talking to her and she tells me that she listened to an episode of my show and I was like, Oh shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like this woman is, she's like a second mom to me and she, um, she's very heavily Catholic and which is like the norm in the greater Chicagoland area where all everyone's, I shouldn't say we, because I'm not, but like I was the odd one out because I wasn't Catholic growing up. Yeah. If that makes sense. So, um, yeah, she works at the church. Like, she's just very, yeah, very Catholic woman. And I was like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Like, why, why did you do that to yourself? Um, but it turns out she, she like, listened to one of our episodes that was, like, it was, like, our Christmas episode. Because so it nice. was, she's like, I don't really know any horror movies. And I'm like, that's okay. Don't listen to the other ones, please. Um, <laughs> but she was telling me that... She said something about how um, we should do an episode about exorcisms and have her come on because, like, she's, you know, 
she's seen the real thing. She knows about the real thing. And I was like, ooh, that would be um, amazing and terrifying at the same time. Yeah, yeah that like, I'm terrifying. I don't, I don't know if I want that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a local author group in my, like, in my town. And it's, uh-huh. to be fair, most of them are in their, you know, in their 50s and 60s. And they write... Um, religious fiction or like feel-good fiction is the best way I can talk about that or like small town fiction and um or parables and things like that so one of the women who run I'm sorry I'm gonna interrupt you really quick it's just to make sure that I'm like on the right track with this am I am I right in thinking it's like like book versions of lifetime movies yeah okay yeah but think (laughs) lifetime movies but set in like a church parking lot or like a church, you know, we went to okay. church and then went to dinner after at his grandma's. Yeah. yeah that okay. kind of thing. So one of the women yeah. who sort of run the group and organize it is friends with my wife. And she's okay. like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know your husband wrote books. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, I bought, I just bought both of them. And she's like, he should join our group. And I told my wife, I was like, she's going to get 10 pages in the first book. Yeah. And, and she's going to be like, this is not the right group for him. And I, sure enough, they had a meeting two weeks ago or a couple of nights ago. And I checked that the picture was there. Did I get invited? No, I did not. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, this was not for you. <laughs> like, authors like with an asterisk <laughs> yeah. except for that vampire guy <laughs> exactly. no. yeah not that one that's not what we yeah. want in this group. except him yeah. there's cursing um, and vampires no you know <laughs> yeah, but like i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't say that your books are like heavily no. inappropriate they're definitely in the grand not, scheme like, of things i tell people i'm like they're between a PG-13 and R if you're thinking about, like, yeah. movie stuff. It's like, there's some language, but it's not like, there's not gratuitous violence or nudity or things like that. It's like, exactly, you're kidding. Yeah. if you're a teenager, you've heard all these words, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and I appreciate that. Um, it makes for, I guess, a more fun experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kaylee's back! Yay! Kaylee. I'm so sorry, but do you want to know what the nice thing is? Is I'm so excited. Because when I edit it, I get to hear everything that you guys got to talk about when I had to... It'll be new. ...deal with this pup who's still being (laughs) moody. Is he okay? Yeah, he's just... um, It's my second night here, so I think he's just like... I don't know routine yet. Yeah. Okay. And then tomorrow's going to be rough as well because I don't have my car tomorrow, so I can't come home during lunch. Oh, good. I need new brakes. Oh, no. Well, (laughs) you're getting new brakes. So, it, yeah. it's, it's the trade-off is fine, but he'll be moody tomorrow. But it's fine. I digress. Um, I apologize. I apologize. Don't worry for my about absence. it. I am yeah. back. I'm very excited to be <laughs> back. He's still barking outside. It's fine. That's okay. <sighs> He's a part of the team. Yeah. So well, and that was because when I had to step away it was when you were talking about kind of. I really love like the world building. Mm-hmm. So that was. I'm really excited to kind of hear what you had said with that because that's always that's what's so cool about the creative brain is like okay, you're building this entire world this little universe but it's your rules you can do whatever you want with it yeah yeah it is fun but it's also daunting i'm like i have a so i I tend to have like this mild like depression's not the right word but it probably is and i should probably get it checked out but when i when i (laughs) finish the books i like kind of spiral into this like i get like and it's like i am very concerned at what happens to me when i finish the last one because i'm like i've been with these characters for so long and i'm like what happens when i'm done i'm like (laughs) oh yeah that makes sense 
um, especially with it being a series. Yeah. You know, you should. But I'm, you I'm should, hoping that I'll publish the know. third one, and then right after that, it's like, oh, that's when the series starts, so I can be like, all right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's perfect. Um, no, yeah, that would be ideal. I think. Yeah. yeah. Like I can't well, imagine how. Like, like people who write, I'm, I'm thinking like specifically of like George R. R. Martin right now, mm -hmm. like Game of Thrones. Like how, how has he been able to step away for so long from those books? Yeah. Um, it might be because of the way Game of Thrones ended. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. And it's like, you know, in a weird way, that's not fair to him. It's like, you know, he should have written the, he should be able to write the books and in it the way he wants to. And it's like, now is he second guessing himself because it's like, Ooh, well, the audience didn't like that on the, on the show. Maybe I need to rethink this. And it's like, yes. you're this deep. It's like, just roll with it. <laughs> Exa yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet that that is not how he wanted the series to end. I yeah. don't know if either of you are familiar with Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, I watched, yeah. Okay, yes, that okay, was so very you know. much. So we all know, we were all yeah. there. Saw the whole yeah. thing. Um, and yeah, it was really disappointing. It was, it was. There, were, there were some things that I really liked about it, but there was other stuff where I was just like, what happened? There was potential. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just, I don't know. I mean, Go ahead. I had a question that went, so I'm going to jump back a little bit because Ali had a whole barking fit, so I had to <laughs> pause. But no so with the, going back to like, so when you're like ending this trilogy, do you have mm -hmm. other, like, is there another kind of project you want to like explore of, like outside of this universe? Yes. I, um, I know what I'll do. I know what I'll do next. It's a standalone single book, no series. Ooh, okay. um, I have, I started as a, as a novella again, probably about 10 years ago. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about revisiting. It's much more, it's much more lighthearted. It's still in sort of a supernatural vein, but it's like, um, it's got this, it's more of an adventure kind of, um, it's still a little bit sad because I think everything I write is a little bit sad, but it's got this sort of, um, That's okay. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's more of this whole, you know, um, it's something set in the, in Greece and the Greek Isles. And it's one of those things that it's like, it's a huge departure. And I'm like, I'm, I'm really, cause like when I write, I try and get into the character's mindsets and I'm like, they're like, I have my sad playlist and it's like, I'm like, I'm literally like, there have been times where I'm like writing dialogue and I'm just sitting there crying. And it's like, Aww. you know, I've got to put myself there. And it's like, there's this weird yeah. hollowness. And it's like, I'm really looking forward to writing something that's not as hollow or that not yeah. as like, that doesn't take me to such a dark place. So mm -hmm. I'm, you know, cause I'm like, there's like one of the scenes in the, in the second book. And it's like, I, like, I literally text my wife before I came home, I was writing it and I was like, Hey, I just need you to know. I was like, Hey, I'm in a terrible mood. It's not your fault. I was writing. You'll realize it when you read it. But when Grayson's laying there with Marshall on his chest and like, in the, like basically the yeah. baby won't stop crying. It's like taking myself to that point where it's like, I like, is it like, if someone comes to help me, they're going to realize I can't do this and take my child. That is like one of yeah. the most desperate places to be. And it's like, it's like taking yourself there to write it and be, be convincing. It's like, oof, it's hard to, it's hard to get back yeah. out of that. You know? <laughs> it's yeah, that was just, it was so sad reading that entire just last 
what two chapters where mm-hmm. he's just he's doing it on his own and he's never been a parent before you know he doesn't know how children work he's just, yeah. no and it's like I himself, this, that's like, so scary and it's like if you look back at the first book he was like he was a man child it's like yeah he's made a wow. lot of progress he's like but you know he wanted children but not by himself you know mm-hmm. yeah. exactly and he was really excited for that partnership yeah you know and he got that sort of ripped away from him and that that really sucks yeah poor grayson i I feel for him yeah okay well and i just i appreciate that you reached out to riff and was like it's not you i promise it was just i was really into my writing because i know me where i tend to be like i'm like oh no did I yeah. do something? So it's kind of nice to have that. Nope. Just I'm in. A, I'm in a follow mood. Yeah. It's not you. Yeah. I promise. But just if I'm off, just let me be off. Yeah. 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 That's and, the book, not you. You know. Right. Yeah. Because well, that's and that's I think that's a lot of the um, with writing because it is it's a, it's an extension of you. So it's kind of being invested in it. I think that only makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's a different kind of baby. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The labor of love just in a different form. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. In paper form. Yeah. In, paper form. <laughs> in word or, form. Or yeah. Kindle form. In Kindle yes. form. Yeah. At Amazon.com. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yay. No, that's, um, no, that's, it's, it's just, it's all good. I yeah. really enjoyed it. And it's kind of, when it gets to those like sad parts, those heavy parts, those dramatic parts, it's, it's the, the normal life stuff it's yeah maybe we're not running into vampires all the time but it's yeah. still those emotions you can relate to because it is it's what we deal with every day it's what someone's dealing with every day yeah, yeah. what it's like you know it's like you take you take veronica's struggle and it's like yeah she can't have kids because she's a vampire but there are millions of women out there who can't have kids for a number of reasons and it's like that jealousy when your friend's gonna have when your friend's having a baby who did oh, yeah oh well I'm, I'm pregnant ha ha you know it's like it's it's hard and it's like it doesn't matter whether you're a vampire or a person it's like those feelings are the same you know exactly and they're yeah. all valid and they're all yeah. valid <sighs> well thank you so much for being here thank you oh, thank for you guys i'm like i was back. so excited to talk with people who've read the book you know it's one of the yeah. like it hasn't been out super long so it's like i don't have a ton of people who've been like oh my gosh this or this because it's like it really did come out at a, at a time of year for like so many people are like, oh, I'll, I'll read it when I'm finished with university or I'll read it when I'm finished yeah. from, from school. It's like, so it's like, it's nice to have people who I can like sit and have a chat about it. Cause I'm like, again, that's why I write. I like, I want to talk about these characters to people, you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I have a segue. I'm, I apologize okay. because I, you guys, I don't know if you guys have talked about it, but so with the whole pandemic, cause I feel like we can't kind of avoid that. So yeah. has that, did that help your writing process or did that kind of make it a little bit trickier? Um, you know, in all honesty, I don't know if the pandemic itself affected my writing. It affected how I promoted the the first book a lot. Uh And I sort of, um, one of the things, again, I like, I have a love of film. So I wanted to do trailers for the first book and I wanted to have a cast. And, um, and I couldn't do that the first time because it's like we were in the midst of COVID and it's like, I, you know, before vaccines and it's like, so, but we still, we shot, um, I was really fortunate that I like, 
I got some really great actors who we'd worked with before um, to play the parts. And they're actually on, like, the Regina and Grayson, they're on the cover of the book. Mm -hmm. um, it's on the, the paperback and hardback. Yeah. But, um, and they're great. And they're coming back for the pilot read through later this year. So, cool. um, yeah, so I'm like, it's it's really, and but I like, that was one of the things that I wanted to do for the first book and I didn't get a chance to. So it's like, I, I, that was the biggest change is like, you know what, I'm going to promote this book visually the way I want to. And I'm like, yeah, it was a, like, it was one of those things. I'm like, I wanted to see the characters come to life and it was important to me. So I'm like, I don't care if no one watches it. This is for me. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But that was, that was probably the biggest yeah. thing. I mean, um, I did, I did a couple of events masked and that was like, but that was fine. I got a roller derby vampire girl mask. So it's like, wow. we're, <laughs> we're good. you know, and like I, you know, again, I don't, while I, while I like to think that we're pretty much out of the woods, I still have two mm -hmm. daughters who aren't vaccinated. We, you know, yeah. we've still been careful. We went to Disney a couple of weeks ago and thankfully that was fine, but we, you know, oh, we were as careful as we could, as we mm -hmm. could be. But it's like, I, as far as writing, probably not. My editing was a little bit easier because I was like, for three months of that, I worked from home in the, with the first book so it's like I was just here and I was like it was pretty easy to have one screen here and then I was working on editing the book so <laughs> yeah 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 I was I was just curious because I know that you know the pandemic is a, such a strange time of our lives where you know it's still yeah. going on like you know like you mentioned you know and that's I, I've worked in high school the entire time so I know what that looks like so yeah. just, I was just curious how it impacted your writing or your, or just in general, how it was promoting and everything. So that was, yeah. Like, thank you. <laughs> uh, the biggest thing was promotion. Like for the first book I paid for stock art for, for actors and things like for photographs, which is really funny now because the actress or the stock model who was like Regina in the first book has now like also been like Kraft has purchased her photos and like H and R block. So I'm like, Oh, there's Regina oh. hawking mac and cheese. So it's like, <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> but at some point, hopefully before too much longer, I'm going to do a, um, I'll do a second edition of the first book with a new cover featuring the, to a consistent Regina and Grayson. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. That's yeah. technology is so cool. I just, it I'm, is. For it. I'm yeah. here for it. It makes, it makes, again, it makes the world so small. It's great. Yes. Yeah, one of the cool things that I'm going to, and we haven't done, I haven't like really put everything out there yet, but because of technology and the, what I wanted, I thought would be really cool is I'm going to do a, a casting call for the rest of the cast of the pilot who I don't have actors for, but I'm, mm -hmm. we're going to do it via Zoom. So I'm like, if you're anywhere in the country or the world and you want to do this, I'm like, I thought it'd be a really neat opportunity to like, just have this like, any, cause like I, the first book has a lot of fans in Australia. It's done really well over in Australia. It, I probably... Mm -hmm. Thing. more there than I have here in the U.S. So I'm like, I want to open it up to people who may be over there that never thought they'd get the opportunity. So it's like, heck yeah, yeah. come audition, you know? That's so, awesome. Yeah. That that's awesome. That's, the demographics are so cool with figuring out where things like end up. So yeah. that's, I, again, I would have never expected that. So that's... Me either. Yeah. Is, is that like a big roller derby place? So I actually think, I mean, they're big roller skating. I don't know if derby's the big thing, but I know that they do like basically figure skating, but it's roller skates and not, and not on mm. ice. So it's okay, like, I think skating's okay. a big deal over there. So. Okay. Yeah. So that, that could be how that ended up, but that's, that's like roller disco. Exactly. Yeah. Roller disco. I want that. Yeah. I'm here for it. Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> My first thought when thinking of roller disco was that episode of Malcolm in the Middle where Hal does that whole thing to um, 
Is it We Are the Champions by Queen? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes, and that's that's literally what that is. Like, that's what's yeah. huge over there. It's like, you know. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> it's wow. me. You know? <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Go Australia. I know. Ooh. I was like, heck yeah, buy my books. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. Mates? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think we may have kept you for long enough oh uh, you guys you guys are good I, like i like i said i really enjoy talking to you guys and i'm like i know you'll have a fun time editing this down to I, if you're trying to stick within an hour you know <laughs> yeah. yeah it's been a while but, yeah. but that's okay i have to cut out all of the barking which is <laughs> still happening so which is whenever i'm here it's 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 a 50 50 chance so yeah he's lucky he's cute that's the the moral of the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but where can our listeners find you? It, or I guess, where would you like them to find you is probably a better way. So um, the easiest place to find me right now is um, on Instagram or Facebook. And it's Roller Derby Vampire Girl. Um, that's the handle. Uh, we also have a TikTok, but I will be really honest. And I most days I feel too old for TikTok. And it's real sporadic. Yeah. But Instagram's pretty, I, I, I keep up to date on Instagram pretty well. Um, so yeah, the find me on Instagram at Roller Derby Vampire Girl. And I'll be sure to awesome. add that in the show notes too. So that'll oh, be they can just yes. click it real quick. And when um, we make an Instagram post for the episode, we'll just we'll tag you and everything and perfect. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. shoot, I'm gonna tag y'all tonight. I'm like, had an awesome conversation, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Cool. Even again, I apologize for my absence for part of it. I just No, nah, that's cool. The sun is going down, so his sundowners is <laughs> he needed you. Yeah, he's, he's, and, he's were there. and now he's laying down and being extra cute. <laughs> Good. But yeah, so also if you have not yet, go ahead and pick up a copy. Again, you can find that on Amazon. And I will also add that to the show notes as well. So you guys have quick findings to buy your own copy. Yes, the sun If you guys listen to the podcast when it comes out, um, the Sunrises Without You will actually be 99 cent, the e-edition on Amazon. Um, so yeah, don't, don't miss that opportunity because I don't do them often. I'm just trying to, just trying to get some more reviews. <laughs> oh, no, perfect. Yeah. So yes, and I will yeah. be sure to, I'll highlight that as well. So awesome. Awesome. Yay. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much. Yeah. You know, I'm like, hopefully we don't have to wait till 2024 to do another one, but, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> Shoot, maybe what we could do, like maybe if you guys want to, we could uh, dissect the pilot, that live read through one day after that happens. <gasps> you know? Let's do that. Let's that do it. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. We'll check in after that just to see right. where you are in the third book. Like yeah. You'll just, get, you'll just get those random messages from me being like, hey, it's me again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi, Josh. Welcome back to the show. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> Can I, we read so it? I took this, uh, like, so but for the last time we talked, I was running a marketing firm and one of my clients um, that I had for like a couple of years has been trying to get me to come to them full time for a long time. And I finally in June, I was like, all right, you got me. Here's what I want. And they're like, OK, here you go. And I yeah. thought I was like, man, I used to deal with 20 clients at a time. I'm going to go down to one client. Heck, mm. I'm going to have so much time to write. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Aww. 
No fair. But I like I do still like one of my I do a I like to use habit rabbit and one of my habit rabbits is 20 minutes a day. So I like I at least try and do 20 minutes a day, even if it's just going through and like rereading and editing and at least I'm like working on the book. But I, like I said, I'm about a third of the way through, I think, of getting it actually okay. written. But it, it, the good thing about it is as long as I if I could get like a couple of hours to sit down and write, I can knock out a lot but it's because it's in my head and it has been for a long time. And I have like, I have literal voice notes of me like dictating entire chapters. I just have to yeah. get them written, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The hard part. Yeah. Yeah. That is. And that's, I've also done like the voice to text. Yes. You know, it's just like, yeah. I'm like, okay. And you look back, you're like, what was I trying to say? Cause it doesn't never quite copies exactly how you want it to. No, well, I have a heavy accent. So I'm like, it voice to text does well to get half the words correct. So yeah, that, that is true. You have a different accent than we do. Ours is a little That's bit more. Not fair. Uh, <laughs> voice to text should not only cater to the Midwestern. It's I know, not fair. Yeah. It's like the least dating accent. Yeah. So it should be able to work. You're right. <laughs> Depending on where you're from. Yeah. I mean, I, I will own that. It is not the most exciting. <laughs> The Chicago accent's fun, though. Yes. You know, especially with those, like, big dudes who look like the, um, you know, the super fans from Saturday Night Live, like, the Bears. Yeah. Those guys? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those guys actually exist. Like, that's not, it's almost, <laughs> it's almost not funny because it's real life. Uh -huh. Like, those, those men exist in the wild. And that's how we feel when we see like Florida man stories. Oh. Like half the time I know where that county is, or I know someone in that county. You know? Yeah. I was waiting for you to be like, and I know that Florida man and that one. <laughs> so unfortunately, I have like oh, I don't think I've known any of them personally, but I definitely have Good. known a few people who went viral for stuff in Florida that I'm just like, well, oh that <laughs> oh no. You're like, okay. So this was, this was probably like three or four years ago. There was some guy who like, he got pulled over and got like taken to jail because his, like on the back of his truck, he had a decal that said, I eat ass. And I'm like, I have literally been behind that guy at the gas station. And I'm like, I took, I'm like, yep, that's, that's about right. You know? Wow. <laughs> oh, that is so, so funny. funny. You think you pulled over for that? He got, so he got pulled over and I'm pretty sure detained for that, which I mean, wow. is a bit extreme, but I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, why put it on your car anyway? I, know. I don't, the human experience. Am I right guys? It, it, exactly. You know, <laughs> it's That's beautiful. 